The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. It's poisoned. The entire way that they go about their business is a failure. Firing Rick isn't enough. Firing Kenny isn't enough. If Chris Guest gets promoted and we have to sit through another 15-year retool rebuild, you're just going to hear from me again in 2038. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. His name is Berto. And he was sitting there with a crystal ball when he called us in uh, mid-spring with the rant on the White Sox when they were off to the miserable start long before we were dreaming about launching Kenny and Rick on the White Sox. And uh, there was a, a couple-hour period there where Sox fans were hopeful Dreams of Theo Epstein were out there. Yeah. I like again, like I, I, yeah, I'm reduced now to like thinking the only hope for Sox fans is to sell the team. That is the only hope to save Sox fans right now. Chris Getz will be introduced coming up in 28 minutes, and we will carry that press conference as your exclusive home for the White Sox at 3:30. Um, How, it, I, how's it going to be different? It, 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 it won't. It, it will not be different. He he had he look. Maybe it's a good question for Chris when he joins us. Chris, how will it be different now that you're in charge versus when you were working underneath Kenny and Rick? I want to read you some of the Jerry Reinsdorf quotes. I want to give you some of the um, some of the results from the poll question. I've given you like about ten different times. When Kenny and Rick were still there, and I was making the case that Je- that Kenny Williams needs to be fired because you just can't yell time and time again to sell the team when someone doesn't want to sell the team. You could only go as high as you can to make a change, and that at least he's done that with John Pax, and at least he's done that with Jerry Krause. He's done that before, so why not Kenny? Even after thirty some years, he's not Belichick. He's not. Uh, P- uh, Popovich, so switch out Kenny, and I, I gave you the stat over and over that that they've won two playoff games in the competitive window. I gave you the stat that the White Sox over the last decade plus, in 10 plus years, since 2013, the White Sox are like 26th in baseball record-wise. They're like one of the, the like in the top five for worst records over the last decade of baseball, in that group of five or six worst teams in baseball is the Royals with the White Sox. Chris Getz has worked for two teams in that time, the Royals and the White Sox. He has been their minor league coordinator in charge of player development for the White Sox during the rebuild, mind you, and... Now he gets to be in charge? Head honcho. I, I don't understand any of that. I don't, I don't understand how you don't do a search. I don't understand how you don't do the work. You want your players to work. You want your scouts to work. You want everyone in that organization to do some work. But yet your owner and people under him won't go out and do a real search to find the brightest minds in baseball to, at the very least, see what they think about 
your team what they need to build out, how they need to expand the analytics department, the scouting departments, what they don't do well in that building, and why they have failed since 2013 and even longer, why they've never had sustained success, even when they won the World Series in 2005, why they've never had a five-year period of winning baseball. And 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 in 40-plus years for the White Sox, they've never had a sustained success under Jerry's years of owning the team. He won't go out and find out and talk to the brightest minds in baseball. And yet he goes to the man who's been a part of the Royals and the White Sox. And, and, and maybe one of the worst years ever. And he goes, you get the job? How does that make any sense? I get mad and I'm not even a White Sox fan. It just blows my mind. I can't even think about the way White Sox fans feel today. I'm angry and I have no emotional ties in it other than that we're the home of the White Sox and it's bad for our business. (laughs) Wasn't there a time to, like, I'm trying to draw an analogy or a parallel to a situation that was somewhat even, like, remotely comparable wasn't there talk years ago when the Bears were, like, middling that possibly Ryan Pace was going to take over for Ted as, yeah. The, yeah. as the president? Right. And then would get to hire his own general manager. Right. Yeah, there was. Well, thank God that didn't they, happen. They didn't, that didn't but happen. Like, I, I'm trying yeah, to draw, right. I'm trying to draw right. a parallel to what has transpired. Like, again, I mean, the phrase is, and I didn't make it up. I mean, it's been around for decades, is, is failing up. And... Let me read you this quote. This is from Jerry Reinsdorf because I don't believe he's going to take questions. He should. Do we even know if he's going to be at the press conference? I I don't know. I don't know who's going to introduce Chris Getz. My guess it will be Scott Reifert, the PR guy. Like I heard Cap say, well, who's going to even lead a Jerry Reinsdorf-led interview process? Well, that's where you know. You have failed as an owner. Well, reach out to someone inside the baseball universe that you can at least. I'm sure Jerry has everybody's number. Call wait, 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 somebody. A, a Bill Polian type. But but that's where you know you have failed, where you have no one in your organization who could even lead a search. This would be really un- unusual if, in fact, Jerry wasn't there to introduce mid-season. Well, not mid-season, but you know, during the season to introduce someone to take over everything. What's the rush? I don't know. What was the rush to fire those guys if you let them make all the moves at the trade deadline and do the draft? They did all the heavy lifting. I don't have any good answers for any of these like, good none questions. Of this makes, none of it makes common sense. Jerry's quote here in the beginning of the press release today. Chris brings a wealth of knowledge and experience within our organization to this role. Most importantly, he knows our players. Both at the major league level and in our system. Knows our staff and is familiar with all aspects of our baseball operations and department. I would argue that that's a mark against him. Why does someone who knows the players, he's, he's responsible for trying to develop and acquiring some of these players. He's drafted a lot of these players who have failed. He's, he's tried to develop a lot of these players who have not developed. Why does it why is that an important thing that he knows the players and knows the staff? Well, that's a commodity that you know is infinitely important to the owner, familiarity. Because it's comfortable? Yes. Why does being comfortable? You are comfortable losing is all that tells me. You are comfortable as a losing franchise. 
There well, is no bonus for being comfortable losing. That's a mark against you. God, does it piss me off. And I'm not even a fan of this team. It just goes against everything common sense-wise that a good owner should do. And he owns my favorite basketball team. Without Michael Jordan, he wouldn't have achieved anything. Chris has impressed me greatly over the past seven years. In our, our conversations together this season, I've become energized by his vision, approach, and sense of what this organization needs to become a competitive again. Well, like, was he, was he pining for the job while Kenny and Rick had the job? What does that mean? I have become energized by his vision, approach, and sense of what this organization needs to become competitive again. Maybe Jerry will be at the press conference and take questions. So actually, I, we just got this. Uh, Reinsdorf did speak with a select group of reporters today. So we will have that audio for you in a little with bit. With what? The ones who won't press him? I know Jesse said he was not invited. Jesse was You're telling me a guy who is on the national level at ESPN. It was Bob Nightingale. He was there. The one, the one who, 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 gets, who gets to go on baseball tonight, the one who broke the story about the culture issue, that was true. That was vetted by numerous players on and off the record, on the record too, wasn't invited. The only person I've seen on Twitter that has talked about them being there for a Reinsdorf press conference is Scott Merkin yeah. saying that it was him and a group of reporters. Not surprised. Not surprised. Again, like uh, this, is, this is not normal in the world of sports. And again, this, it goes on this quote. With his existing knowledge of the organization top to bottom, I believe his leadership will provide us with the quickest path forward to our goal, a consistently successful baseball team that competes and plays the game the right way. He will re-energize this organization. Like, he doesn't know what it takes. That owner doesn't know what sustained success looks like. Ever since he bought the team from Bill Vack. The team has never, ever, ever had a period of sustained success. So why would someone inside that organization know what it takes to build sustained success? Go to the Braves. Go to the Rays. Go to the Dodgers. Go to the Astros. Go to all the teams that have had the sustained success and find out at the very least what they have done. Talk to the brightest minds in the game. Find out who's who. You know what Kevin Warren's doing with the Bears? He doesn't know anyone in that building. He's doing a get-to-know-you interview with every single one of them. That's not a mark against Kevin Warren that he doesn't know anyone within the building. It's probably better that he's not within the McCaskey family or within the Bears family. Now they're doing big business sports. I just can't imagine a, a major league franchise or an NFL franchise or an NBA franchise would introduce the person that is now in, in charge of running your franchise and that the owner, A, wouldn't introduce him and, B, take questions about it. Like, now we don't know whether or not Jerry will be there, but to only take questions from a select group of, of reporters. Yeah, it's like, I mean, that's spin zone. Spin just, zone. It just doesn't, how does it pass? It just doesn't pass any test of common sense None. or smell test or anything. Um, so maybe he will be there because he, he was doing a, a, a select 
interview. Um, here is here's this is what I was alluding to. And if you want to, this is your day, Sox fans. If you want to vent, if you want to lay down if, on the couch, if you want to stand on a soapbox and yell, scream, vocalize, whatever you feel, if you want to applaud it, whatever. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Judging by the results of this Chicagoland Toyota dealers um, poll question, it doesn't seem like you want to applaud. Twelve hundred people have voted. I think you were the closest on this, Waddle. I did not think we could get this many people to agree on a poll question. I thought that ninety percent of you would answer that you're not happy with this. White Sox fans, are you happy with the Chris Getz hire? And this is what what I asked going into the break. I said, is this the lowest approval rating in the history of Chicago sports for a hiring. It, like the initial, it's, it, and it's initial. Is this the, init, the lowest approval rating ever for any hiring? Again, it was your one last gasp for change that Rick and Kenny were out and that you could get something different that you can get a, f- a breath of fresh air of way of doing business outside of the organization for the first time in 30-plus years since Kenny Williams took over on the south side. And the, the answer was a quick no. The, the stubborn owner, like in my book, we're at a point where the Blackhawks were with Bill Wirtz, and we're in the Mike Smith, Alpo Suhonen days. Ooh. Yes, that's how bad things are right now. We're in Alpo and Mike Smith days. Here's the here are the results, Waddle. Five point nine percent say yes. You are happy. That's probably an all timer for web poll question. That's what I think. Yeah, I think that's a, uh, an all timer. I don't believe there has ever been a lower approval rating. How does he plan? To overcome this. Not, well, I mean, I guess he doesn't have to because he's got the owner. And when you have the owner with Jerry, you have a job for at least a decade. 94.1% of you, 94.1% of you say no. You are not happy. I feel bad. I really do. I know I'm a Cubs fan, but I feel bad because it goes against all common sense. JR and Berwin, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, JR? Yo, what's up, guys? Hey, uh, well, I've, I've been a Sox fan. I'm 46 years old. I've basically been a Sox fan all my whole life. And uh, I, I got to say, man, I, I'm out. I'm, I'm done. I can't take it anymore. Uh, no, you know, are, you really, are you really out when you – what does that mean that you're out? I, I'm done, man. I, I can't take it anymore, man. When you're in an abusive relationship, you could only take so much. You have to pack up your bags and leave. I, I'm done. I, I, I can't take it anymore. There's, how could I cheer for this team? There's no way – I could turn on the TV and watch them and cheer for it. I mean, there's no excitement. There's no hope. I mean, yeah, you have to, if you're in an abusive relationship, you have to move on. You gotta, you just gotta leave. I mean, that's it. They don't, they don't care about me. So why should I care about them? I, I, I'm done. I'm just going to focus on the bears and yeah, I'm, I'm done, man. I, I can't, I can't take it anymore. Yeah. I'm frustrated, man. It's, I'm, I gotta go. Chuck Garfines on Twitter has got some some new quotes. Are these from Jerry meeting the media? This is a, these yeah. are quotes that aren't from the the press release. Is it from the the powwow? Because I, I see Daryl Van Schoen said 
He said uh, 2023 was absolutely the worst season I've ever been through. It was a nightmare. It's still a nightmare. Embarrassing, disgusting. All the words you can think of is the way I feel about the 2023 season. So, like, I would say, why wouldn't you want a complete overhaul of your organization? Well, this is from Chuck's uh, Twitter handle. This is, quote, from Jerry. One of the things that I owe the fans is to get better as fast as we possibly can get better. Speed is of the essence. I don't want this to be a long-term proposition. Chuck goes on further on his Twitter timeline. It became clear that Chris would be a major candidate as well as these outside candidates who I don't know. Then I realized that if I brought someone in from the outside, it's going to take them a year. He's going to have to evaluate everyone in the organization. You lose a year. And here I had somebody on the inside who was very, very competitive. I then came to the conclusion that if I had someone on the inside who can do the job, why not do it? inside and save a year that's basically how i got to chris like i why hasn't he done his job then up until this point of developing talent and drafting Uh, i just don't understand that why has he been a part of the two worst organizations in the last decade is anybody i mean do we know and why is speed so important like again like how about doing the job right instead of doing the job fast don't cut corners yeah you know what I mean? Like Kevin Warren on this stadium thing says, look, we got to let, let, let's not be in a hurry to build the stadium. Let's build it right. So it's long lasting for 50 years. What the White Sox need to do right now is do this thing right. Let's not patchwork it. Let's not try to salvage anything here. This is a huge step to get rid of two guys who's been a part of this organization for a long time. Let's analyze everything from top to bottom. Let's not speed date here. I'm looking to see if there's any, like, any, and has anybody asked a follow-up on any of these statements that Jerry made? Shame on them for not letting Jesse in on this. What, because he doesn't cover the team on a daily basis? That's why? That's, is that the excuse? We're the home of the Sox. I don't know why you would close the door on anybody that wanted to cover this. Yeah, this is right. supposed to be the dawning of a new day. It's crazy. So I don't know why you would close what the door on anybody. From? Well, yeah, what do you, what do we have to hide? Know. Uh, Robin Vernon Hills here on ESPN 1000. What's up, Rob? Hey, guys. Love you. Love the show. I, this is, I call him Ryan's dork because this is what he, he's either lazy or, or he's stupid. He doesn't do his due diligence. He did the same thing. He fired Hoiberg, and then like a day later, he hires Boylan. Mm-hmm. Here's our guy. Right. Right. Why, why, this is the same thing over and over. Why? What's the rush? Like you said, Sylvie, let's try to get something right. Let, sell the team to Tiger and, and Michael. I've seen Tiger Woods walk around with the White Sox hat on. Let, let's get somebody who wants to win and wants to do things the right way. Thanks for your time. Love your show. Thanks, Rob. That's that's the rumor going around the the, the East Bank Club in the northern suburbs. Is it, that is the, the the the? That's why we asked of Wilbon yesterday. The the Obama Tiger Woods Michael Jordan thing. Well, look, if you're buying this team now, they're they're bottom five in a lot of a lot of categories that are important. I hopefully you'd be buying at a bargain price if you're them. Well, I don't think Jerry gives away anything for a bargain. Well, then price. I don't think you're going to sell it. Tom and Joliet, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Tom? Hello, Tom. I was in Joliet today. Is My this, name is Tom. Well, is this Tom Thayer in Joliet? I don't, I don't think Tom Thayer is interested in calling our show today. Well, I think He's probably doing business. Tom, I can hear you ruffling. I can hear you ruffling, ruffling? your phone. Well, how do you ruffle a phone? Well, what, what, this, what noise would that be called? Wrestling with a phone? That's, I can see that. 
I could hear you with your phone doing something. You're scratching your uh, your cheek with your phone, Tom. Do you have your phone inside your pants? Excuse me. Hello, Tom. Hi. <laughs> Got rid of Tom. Let's go to Mark in South Bend. Mark, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up? Hey guys, how you doing? Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, Mr. Reinstorf hasn't made an effort for to go outside and and uh, a very minimum effort at best, and uh, to just keep it in the house to uh, uh, bring an underling of a of a failed effort, a, a total failed effort, uh, you know, and uh, it's and I've been a lifelong White Sox fan all my life too since I was eight years old. Uh, and Steve Stone, I think, had a, talking maybe on another station today, and and it sounded very. There are uh, no other stations and, in this city, Mark. I don't know what you're talking about. There's only one radio station in this city, and it's off. There is, there is. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you know, and being you quickly, Stone is still working for the for for the White Sox, and that he has to, he has a a kind of a leash thing on, and that and and he has that respect for Gets. But again, um, when B asked about, uh, well, how come Getz wasn't more proactive in, in going around the con and that, and, and more better uh, development in, in the uh, player development situation? And, and uh, he didn't really have an answer. He of said, course. "I don't." Steve Stone was saying, "I don't know." Stoney's the same. Know, but- Stoney's the same guy who said that both guys are safe a month ago. So look, I mean, look, it, it, the wind the wind changed, and now all of a sudden. He's doing his his next saving of of Jerry. That that's what he does. This I mean, is this is without a doubt. If there ever was a job for an outside source, this is it. Somebody from outside the company. I don't care if it's baseball. I don't care if you're a computer software company. I don't care if you're a security company. I don't care if you're a radio station. I don't care what's your job. This is a quintessential job for an outside. Source. Yes. Yeah, and, it, and it's happened many times in this town. And, 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 and again, like I needed that with my Cubs. I like that Tribune, the way they handled things. And, and it wasn't until someone from the outside came in you need, that they finally got sustained success. You need somebody who sees things completely different with zero bias and zero preconceived notion as to what you are actually looking at. It's why I wanted Ted out for so long. Someone from outside that and building. They needed new eyes and new ears and a new perspective. And I, I and listen, this is the thing. This is kind of why I'm drawing the comparison to the Bears. That move has breathed optimism into that franchise. Let's uh, let's get to the press conference. We'll we'll hear the Chris Getz press conference. What do you think about what happened? And then Jerry's speaking to a select media members not That's all already of them. happened right yeah it's already happened we will read you some of those quotes but not everyone invited those are invitation only it's waddle and sylvie follow chicago's home for sports on twitter at espn 1000 this is waddle and sylvie on chicago's home for sports espn chicago all right uh the press conference Tyler, you faded off when it's about to start, or I'll just uh, keep on talking. But uh, Chris Getz is going to be named vice president and general manager. John Greenberg is, White Sox. is reporting that both Pedro Grafal and Jerry Reinsdorf are in the house for the introduction. 
And again, like I, I like that's a question that I'll have for for Getz when he joins us. He is supposed to join us after this press conference. Is this, is like how do you like again like and, and if they want to do this quickly, like how do you keep Pedro Grafal? Like and when he's even admitted, we haven't implemented everything we've wanted to implement. You know what I mean? What, what are you holding back? I don't know. And why are you holding? <laughs> Listen, there's a bad vibe in the, the, you know, we've been told there's a bad vibe in the clubhouse by a number of different people. Yes, right. Who's in charge of the clubhouse? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the manager. Player, players are as well, but ultimately, if there is one person that's, you know, an employee of the Sox that isn't a player that's in charge of the clubhouse, it's the manager. Well, and that's what, like, and I know he's gone now, but that was the one thing that Rick Hahn was really thrilled about is that this was a guy who would clean up the bad fundamental play this was a guy who would clean up sort of the clicky nature of that uh clubhouse and everything seems to have gotten worse and you know? i don't think they have enough resources uh attributed to their sports performance aspect as well not just the play but how guys are rehabbing or trying to stay healthy like this team's got a ton of injuries to key components yeah and yeah. one thing i'm listening for okay let's go to the uh let's go to guaranteed rate field right now and uh, the press conference for the white Sox. chicago nbc sports chicago.com that's uh the white Sox chuck Garfine right now gets as their new vice president as we take the nbc sports chicago feed here manager uh, he's been with the organization you want to you want to let me just tell me when they're ready to go tyler we don't need to to hear Chuck, but um, <laughs> we go yeah, now. Chuck. Here we go. Here's Jason Welcome Benetti. Welcome to the introductory press conference for new White Sox senior vice president and general manager, Chris Getz. Thank you all for joining us on a scheduled day off. Uh, really appreciate you being here. White Sox would like to uh, welcome a number of people here. Chris's wife, Nicole, is here. White Sox manager, Pedro Grifol, is here. Assistant General Manager Jeremy Haber is here, and thank you to all of you for being here as well. So a quick rundown of today's events. White Sox Chairman Jerry Reinsdorf will offer remarks regarding Chris's promotion to General Manager, and Chris then will offer his opening remarks and then field any questions that you may have. Uh, after the Q&A, we'll provide a final update uh, regarding one-on-one -on -one interviews with Chris. And now at this time, I would like to invite White Sox Chairman Jerry Reinsdorf to the podium for his opening remarks. Jerry? Well, thank you very much for being here. I, I just have two comments I want to make before we get to... Uh, to, to uh, Chris, first of all, this is my this has been my forty third year in baseball. It's the worst year I've ever suffered through. It's been a horrible experience. I, I, I feel awful. I know how our fans feel, and we, we you know this is gonna we're gonna put this behind us and we're gonna go forward and get better. But this has really been a nightmare. Uh, one other thing I want to talk about is I I spoke to a superintendent. Uh, uh, Waller from the police department last night, and uh, he authorized me to tell everybody that regardless of what has been said in the past by anybody, the police have not ruled out the possibility or the probability that the gunshots the other night came from outside the ballpark. 
I, I, I don't want to comment on the specific details because the police is, are still investigating. They haven't come to a final conclusion. But we have done a lot of investigation. We have gathered a lot of facts. And without going into the detail, because I don't want to influence the police decision, but the fact is, based upon the information available to us, I see virtually no possibility that the gunshots came from within the ballpark. It's totally safe to be in this ballpark. I don't think a gun has ever been, uh, has gotten past uh, our security. And I think ultimately that, that, that will come out. And I'm hopeful that the police department will complete their investigation as soon as possible. Now, turning our attention to the, the, the main order of business today, Chris Getz. I first became familiar with Chris uh, when he became the farm director for the White Sox. And over the, over the years, over the early years, I, I became tremendously impressed with the job that he had done or was doing as, as the, uh, the farm director. For the first time in, in, in all the years that I've been associated with the White Sox, I had a farm director who was doing what I wanted. Um, somebody who was teaching baseball. We want to develop players who know how to play the game. And what I observed, and I told many, many people over the years, was that Chris was doing a great job. Now, when, unfortunately, I had to come to the conclusion that we needed a change at the top. The first thing I did was develop a list of qualified people around the game who I thought could come in and, and take over and, and, and be fine general managers for the White Sox. Chris was on that list. There were quite a number of other people who were on that list. But the conclusion I came to is that what we owe our fans and ourselves is not to waste any time. We want, we want to get better as fast as we possibly can. And if I had gone outside, it would have taken anybody at least a year to evaluate the organization and to, to get familiar with all the people who, that were in it. And that would mean that this year would not be a year of great progress. I, I had in Chris, who I spent hours talking to, somebody who is intimately familiar with the organization, who knows who the good people are and who the medium people are and who the bad people are. So he's going to be able to step in and, and, and start running right away. We have, we have a core in this team that can get better in a hurry. We can improve in a hurry. And Chris, Chris can start to, to do the things he wants to do right away. If I brought somebody in from the outside, as I just to repeat, it would have taken a year. I could have brought Brand Tricky back, and it would have taken him a year to evaluate the organization. So even though I had a list of outside people who I felt could do the job, I also had a, had a list of one uh, among the inside people who I felt could do the job as well as anybody I was going to interview. I didn't have to interview these people because I knew them all. So I, and I knew that they were qualified, but, I, but what I did know was I had somebody inside who could start right away making things happen, and that's, that's the, the, the reason why Chris was selected. So now Chris will come up, and he'll, he'll have some introductory comments, and you can ask him questions, and I'm going to sit and I'm going to listen to, the, uh, uh, to, to Chris. This day is about Chris. I'm not going to take any, any questions. Thank you. It is now my pleasure to welcome the new senior vice president and general manager of the Chicago White Sox, Chris Getz.
Good afternoon, everyone. I want to begin thanking Jerry Reinsdorf for this tremendous opportunity to be the next general manager of the Chicago White Sox. This is a storied franchise, rich in tradition. It's an honor to play for this team, an honor to be an executive of this organization as it enters into a new chapter. I would like to thank my wife, Nikki, for her unwavering support throughout my baseball journey and my parents for the sacrifices they made to put me into this position today. They taught me the value of family, which I work to impart onto my three children, Luke, Alex, and Avery, who bring me so much joy and balance in my life. This is an opportunity that I do not take lightly, and there's a lot of work to do. I am not naive to the expectation that things need to change. To that, I will say, the fans deserve different. I am different. We will be different. From this day forward, our organization will do whatever is necessary to be better in 2024 and beyond. It starts with a strong foundation. We will assess international, amateur, and pro scouting. We will look at player development sports science, and medical departments, all while continuing to integrate analytics into every process that we have. With my understanding of the ins and outs of this organization, I plan to empower the talent that already exists, quickly fill the gaps with outside hires, and bring innovation, creativity, and energy in our pursuit of excellence. Regarding our 40-man roster, the approach is that no one is untouchable. If we have an opportunity to multiply or upgrade our major league, from our major league team from our roster or system, we will exhaust it. We will be looking to create more depth and balance to our roster for the near term and long. In the coming weeks, I plan to sit down with Pedro to assess our major league staff and meet with players to listen to their own ideas of where to improve the clubhouse. This feedback and all feedback is critical in developing a necessary long-term plan. So once again, I wanna say thank you for this opportunity. I am excited about the change that has already begun and will continue. I am eager to more thoroughly assess our departments and foundation, and I am ready to officially begin this next chapter. All right, now we will um, open it up for questions for Chris. I will uh, I'll call on you, and we'll have the microphone come over to you, I believe, and get your question. Uh, we'll start with Vinny. Chris, you, uh, you said in your statement there that you are different. Um, obviously, fans can look at your resume and know where you've been the last few years. How would you say you are different from the, the folks who just... Uh, preceded you in this position i mean just just like any leader uh, of an organization you're, you're shaped by your experiences and you know i'm a recent player um, was an executive in uh, another organization and obviously i've got my experiences here you learn through those experiences and that's gonna uh shape me as shape me in the leadership style i'm going to have um but i realize that uh, there is skepticism i do I am an internal hire, and I've got to, you know, bear that burden, and it's my job to go out there and prove otherwise. Uh, right next to Vinny Merck, Scott Merkin. Hey, uh, Chris, you talked a little about the season, but 
in your estimation, you've been around the team for a while. What has gone wrong? I mean, maybe it's too broad a question, but what has been the overriding theme for you and why this team is where it's at in 2023? You know, obviously it's been disappointing. Um, and, you know, you got you, you to look deep into the organization and the foundation. And I spoke of the foundational pillars that we have, and it's my job to make sure we're sound in all those areas. And the major league team is a byproduct of, you know, the depths of the organization. So um, I'm going to pursue excellence in all of those areas. And, and hopefully that helps clean up our team. Um, you know, we've had a lot of injuries. We've had players that have underperformed. Um, and I look forward to sitting down with both Pedro and learn more about, you know, their, the coaching staff and certainly their styles and, and gain that feedback from the players. Bruce, right behind you, Jeff. Chris, congratulations. Uh, I'm wondering, uh, there's a perception out there that, uh, you know, the White Sox have stayed within their organization too much over the years. Obviously, you're an exception, and so is Pedro stepping out and uh, bringing in other people. But what will your uh, thoughts be about bringing in uh, new blood and different people from other organizations to help you in your quest to uh, win? You know, for one, I, I'm going to take advantage of, of being someone that's been here um, and has a strong understanding of the White Sox organization. And, you know, with that being said, it's going to be important to bring in different perspectives, different ideas, um, which comes with different people to, to add to the group that we have here and make us uh, better decision makers so we can go out there and put together a better ball club moving forward. Uh, over there, John. Hey, Chris. Uh, given your role with the minor leagues and the kind of underperformance we've seen, why do you think you got this job? What makes you qualified to have this job running the entire organization? You know, I've been very proud with some of the, the players that have come up here and helped us win, going back to... to us winning a division a couple of years ago. Um, I have been managing the farm. Um, I think we've got a lot of good people. We've got a lot of quality players. And once again, I feel like my experience of knowing what's going on in this organization, I'll be able to go out there and fill the gaps quickly to get us back on track. Let's see a hand up, Sully. Chris, do do you expect uh, major changes, minor changes? Do you think that this team can't compete next year with just a few changes, or how do you look at that? You know, certainly, I, I think I can address the elephant in the room that we are. We do play in the AL Central, so you know every year, you know it seems that the the division is up for grabs. With that being said, you know we sit at fifty three wins right now, so there is a gap to fill, um, and we're going to look at different ways to improve this club. We're going to be creative with it. Um, we're not going to lose sight of our long-term goal of winning a World Series. But in the near term, once again, I look, look forward to sitting down with Pedro and learning what we have to do, building, going towards the, the offseason and getting ready for next year. All right, and let, let's, let's take it from here. Um, he, Chris Getz is going to call us, and maybe he'll, he'll he'll loosen up a little bit. Well, then maybe the, he'll have more specific answers. Yeah, to very some very general. Uh, you looked at me, and he said, "Very." You said, "Very Ryan Pacey." 
Yes. I mean, that's what you got from Ryan Pace, which is like, general like, responses like, with no details. None. Like, I, like he didn't answer a lot of questions. Um, and I, I want to know, too. He, one, of the, one of the points he said in his opening statement was, um, no one is untouchable. Does that mean Pedro Grifola is not untouchable? Of course, he would have to be. You can't just be talking about your roster. Well, that's why, like, is he clarified if Pedro Grifola is back? He also talked about what, about being uh, excited to sit down and talk to Pedro and the rest of their coaches to get their perspective on stuff. I would ask, what has Pedro done that would lead you to believe yes. that he's the right guy for the job. So, like, again, I, 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 like, I, I'm fine staying with it if there were more specific answers. I, like, I don't know if that's what he fed Jerry. Uh, again, like, winning a press conference isn't that important to me. But there was nothing there to give me any more hope if I'm a Sox fan. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. There was talk also. Not a lot of substance. No, there's no no substance to this. Nothing. They're they're talking in general terms. And and look, I'm a part of the farm system. Like, like he's like, what what have you done? This is a farm system. And you know what I was blown away with, Waddle, is Jerry Reinsdorf, as he mentioned at the beginning, said he's owned this team for 43 years. And this is his worst year of baseball. He said that Chris Getz is his first farm director that has done what he's wanted him to do. Chris Getz started, I believe, in 2017. You're telling me that you owned the White Sox since 1981? And you tolerated farm directors <laughs> doing things that you didn't approve of? And, and you didn't like a farm director till 2017? My other response to what Jerry had to say early on is, as he described this being the worst year in 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 baseball for him, the worst, you know, what, A, what was the worst part? Is it just the losing? And are you going to be willing to make the necessary changes in all areas to win quickly? Because this is, you said you're staying in-house so that this process can go as quickly as possible. Does that mean that the budget will go up significantly? Yes. Chris Getz talked about being able to expand the entire infrastructure, whether it's your scouts, whether it's your medical and your training staff, all of that stuff. Like, who was it that was telling me just compared? I don't know. Hey, I don't want to do north side, south side here, but just because we're more familiar with it, the number of people that are employed on the north side in terms of analytics department and everything else dwarfs what they have with the White Sox, right? So at the very least, you're going to have to bolster and strengthen your infrastructure with regard to all of these things and get into the 21st century. All right, Sox fans, what do you think? The move, the press conference, Jerry's uh, uh, speaking. Uh, Tyler, are we going to play Jerry as well? We've got the audio from, from Jerry, not just the intro, but... Jerry speaking and taking some questions coming up here at four. Yes, we can do that. Do you want to get a little snippet of it? Yeah. Do you want to hear him bow out of the Otani sweepstakes already? Okay. We've already spent a lot, we spent a lot of money this year. People talk about why won't the White Sox spend? I think we had a payroll of one hundred eighty-five million dollars this year. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we will we'll do what Chris thinks that we ought to do that that will make us better. I mean, look, we're not going to be in the Otani. Race, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> I'll tell you that, but uh, and, and we're not going to, you know, and, and we're not going to sign pitchers to ten-year deals. We're going to try to get better, and that means trades. It potentially means free agents. It, it means playing, you know, smarter baseball. It means a lot of things. So we're going, 
you know, I don't have a lot of time left. I, I don't want to. I don't want to go through a long rebuild. I, I I mean, like, if you're a White Sox fan, that that's it can't even be acceptable. No, and like, and I I just don't know what what can you do fast from a team that is twenty eight under five hundred. Right, and how how about right. let's do it right? Let's that, not that's do it what fast. I mean. right. Do it right. Don't do it quickly. So if someone who is he got I, I can't bring in who Branch Rickey, he's making a how old of a reference. If I bring him in, it will take him a year. So what? If you get the smartest guy who's going to get to know the organization, strip it down and do things the right way and build something that is sustainable, who the hell cares how long it's going to take? Well, when you're and your owner also tells you, think about the gut punch this has been for diehard Sox fans. I'm thinking of Jeff Meller. I'm thinking of Carm. I'm thinking of Jonathan Hood. And I'm thinking like... If you're sitting, this is your team, and this is what you know. As a kid, you grew up, and and it was part of your, you know, your enjoyment on a on a year in and year out basis. And he automatically just gut punches you and tell you, "We're not going to be in the bidding for maybe the greatest baseball player in our lifetime, right? And, and it, we're not going to sign pitchers to." T-. He's telling you what they're not going to do, not telling you what they are going to do. He said, we'll try to make, you know, we may be in on some free agents. We're going to play cleaner baseball. I told you, Waddle, when they signed these $70 million free agents, when they, they're mid-tier free agents, when they signed Grendahl, when they signed Benintendi, this is what he's going to say. He says, and, and Benintendi's got how many home runs? Does he have a home run? Oh, he does. He's got three, a couple. Three, two, three? And, 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 or Grandal, who's a cancer in the clubhouse, and he hasn't been good. He's going to say, look. And Intendi's got five home runs. Five. He goes, look, I spent. My, my worst players are Ben Intendi and Grandal. You want me to spend? I spend on these guys. They stink. That's what he's going to say. So now you're not going to shop anymore. But, but again, truthfully, you're, 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 you're spending on the mids. You're not. You're really. You're just spending to spend on those guys. You're not really spending there. If he was interested in in making money, I mean, I think Shohei Otani is a good business decision. Like of if you're interested in business, but but I think the best business for him to do is to spend within the organization. Of course, on on infrastructure. That's where if I'm a Sox fan, where you don't see it, what this team needs, build up the team. Build up the infrastructure of the team, the scouting department. You need to do, do those better. An itemized line by line evaluation of why you haven't had sustained success. And that's not going to come from somebody that's been part of your program for several years. Sox fans, what do you think? 312 332 3776. We'll play some of the Jerry stuff. You heard some of the Chris Getz. Uh, very, very general. Very rehearsed, very general. Not many answers. They want to do something fast. What that is, I don't know. They don't want to be 28 under. But what they want to do fast, I don't know. What do you think, Sox fans? Your time to chat with us on ESPN 1000.